it was a little bit of a learning curve at the beginning but then once you get it you're like what else can i do with this right <laughs> how else can i just take things off my plate that i've just been doing manually over and over and over again and probably getting some of them wrong because it's just so much going on welcome to the business muscle podcast where we empower entrepreneurs to transform their businesses into unstoppable empires I'm Elise, CPA turned serial entrepreneur. And I'm Arielle, a seasoned physical therapist and business owner. We're two female entrepreneurs with a passion for helping small business owners like you achieve massive success. With our combined expertise, we've scaled to an impressive seven businesses in less than seven years. And guess what? Each of them was profitable right from the start. But we didn't stop there. We're here to share our secrets, strategies, and insider tips to help you turn your business into a thriving reality. And hey, we're not just all about business. As a physical therapist and fitness instructor, we'll also sprinkle in some fitness and wellness tips along the way. Join us on the Business Muscle Podcast every Monday as we guide you step-by-step towards financial freedom and building the business of your dreams. It's time to level up your business. Get ready to flex your business muscle. All right, welcome back. Another episode of the Business Muscle Podcast. How are you doing today, Elise? I'm good. I feel like we're in... The season, we're about to start ramping things up yeah. at the end of the summer, but when you guys hear this, it'll probably be more in the fall. But right now, end of the summer, getting ready to ramp. Getting ready for a lot of big things happening in the fall at both businesses, which is exciting. Some public floor things coming, some teasers of different things we want to launch to our members, lots of different exciting things that are going to be happening in the fall. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people take the summer off, and I feel like our summer, though, we haven't been launching things, but we've been just thinking about ways that we can add value to our members. And both businesses, WebEx and Fix, I feel like are relaunching just membership programs just to add more value. No added cost to them, but just ways to give back to our members who have stuck with us, especially through the summer when people could go on vacations and all that stuff, but they've kind of hung in with there with us. So Yeah, people fall off a little bit on their normal routines in the summer. And I feel like the fall is a really big season for us to just get back to our routines of our clients coming in and just getting the most value out of what we have to offer. So we're definitely going to talk about that quite a bit today and how we go about our launches and how we organize them and the, some of the tools that help us accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. Yeah. But with launches, that's when things start to get crazy because you're thinking of all these new things that you can do and that you want to give to your clients, but your business is still running and you're still having to do the day-to-day thing. So I feel like this is a season where it is a little bit busier with all the back end stuff, the organization and all that. So I feel like today's episode kind of fits in perfectly. We're going to talk about our five essential productivity tools and basically explore the five things that we can't live without. These tools have changed the way that we work. They save us time. They've streamlined our processes And ultimately, they've boosted our efficiency so that when we are in times like this, when there's numerous balls in the air and we're trying to launch things, but also keep our businesses running at the same level, these are there to enable us to save time and not be working all day long. Because you can, when you're a business owner, you could feel like you've worked literally all day long. And at the end of the day, you still haven't made a dent in your to-do list. Right. It's very easy to just let time slip away if you're not being super effective with your time. And I don't know what we would do without some of these tools because they make things so much easier for us. And I'm so glad that it's helped us stay organized. And that's when you start to feel stressed as a business owner too, is when you're not organized. And when things are, you still have to see all of your clients and manage that, but you're trying to think about what's coming next can feel overwhelming. So these are some of the things that we use 
every day to keep our heads on straight and make sure that we're not only organizing what we're working on today, but thinking about what's coming in the upcoming months. Yeah, because a lot of people quit their job because they want to work less hours. And that's a myth because when you first open your (laughs) your business, you're going to be working more hours because your brain's never going to turn off. So you might not be physically there, but mentally the wheels are always spinning. At least that was the case for me. I feel like I definitely worked more hours at the beginning, but it's doing stuff that you love and it's doing stuff that's actually moving the needle forward. So it, it does feel a lot better than just sitting at a desk all day. But any way you can learn to kind of make things a lot quicker or more efficient and save time. It is huge because the to-do list, I feel like never goes away. It never ends. There's always going to be new things that you want to launch. And yeah, it's always exciting things. It's always fun to launch new things in the business and see where it goes and see kind of what happens. But yeah, your, your brain's going to be going a million miles an hour and the, the most organized that you can stay in the that some of these tools, using them to just make things a little bit easier on yourself and not having to do some of the really like tedious tasks and having some different software or things like that do some of those tasks for you can be really helpful. Yeah. And I think this episode will be huge for a wide range of people, whether you're, it's just your side hustle still. These, a lot of these you can still be using now, or whether you are a solo entrepreneur or you're running a small business or If you're even just in a large organization, some of these tools you can take to your current job. So I think this will be really helpful. Honestly, some of these I cannot imagine not having, and we're going to get into that. Um, Yeah. 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 Whatever phase that you're in right now, whether you haven't launched your business yet or you're already there, there's lots of things that you can use these tools for. And the earlier that you can learn how to use some of these tools, the faster and more efficient you're going to be once your business is off the ground and once you're in a phase where you can be working on launching lots of different things at the same time. So let's get into it. So number one, the first tool and probably my favorite, if there was one that I had to keep forever and I could only use one, it would be Canva. Oh, Canva's the best. Literally, I was in a yoga teacher training when I heard about Canva. This is well before I opened Sweat Fix. And I think one of the, the women that was running it mentioned Canva and I went home and I looked it up. And I feel like ever since then, my life has been changed. It's just so <laughs> efficient. It's just great. So if you don't know what Canva is, basically, it's a design tool that's online. There is a free version or we pay $15 a month. And it's the best $15 I think we spend every month. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It helps us make so many of our images. There's so many tools and templates that you can use on there. It makes us so much quicker with any images that we need for social media or emails or blogs, anything like that. And it's, it's there's a little bit of a learning curve. But then once you get good at it, you can be really quick with generating some of those images and having them all have the very similar branding across the board. Yeah, so this is something I did right when I opened Sweatbix and I look back at those images and some of them I'm like, ooh, I'm cringe, but they are still so much better than a lot of other businesses when they first start because like she said, Canva has a ton of templates. So if you're not somebody who is artistic or creative and you're like, that's just not my jam, you can literally go in there and type, I want a fitness sale image and so many of the templates will pop up and you can just change out your font or change out the image or the color and it just makes it for you. And then once you get better at it, yeah, you can start to get super creative. And there's so many good tools in there, like pulling out the background of images and things like that that you can use. So you just go to canva.com and you can create an account. We have our team just use the same login for ours. We have a couple of people that just jump in. People that are 
never have used Canva before, they're able to kind of go in and we'll just be like, just copy this template, kind of change the wording, and they're able to kind of jump right in. Yeah. And one of my favorite tools on there is that you can resize the images and it will save the same image. But if you need like an Instagram post and you also need an Instagram story, you can copy it and resize it. And then you just have to kind of drag things around to make it fit that image size a little bit better. But instead of having to repeat the process of making a separate image, it's so quick and easy to have the same image in two different places. Yeah, that's huge. Also, there's a thing called brand kit in there where you can put in your colors, you put in your logos and your fonts, and then they're just always there on the side. So it's just, you can just click them right in. So it's not like every time you're going to find your font, every time you're going to find your specific color, nope, they're right there. So you can use them as often and as easy as possible, which does save time as well as folders in there. You're able to dump folders. So for fix, for example, we have a dry needling folder. We have a team headshot folder. We have all of everything broken out into folders right on that sidebar. So when you go to make an image, it's not going into your photo shoot, looking for the image, downloading the image, uploading the image. They're all in there once you put them in once. And it just saves so much time, especially like us. We're making images every single day whether it's just a story image or a schedule change for sweat fix or something. We're using Canva literally every day. So it just saves so much time having that all set up for you, all organized. Yeah, it just makes things so much more efficient having all those folders of categories of images that you need. They also have stock images. So if you are in the early phases and you don't, you haven't done a photo shoot or you don't have images of your actual business, you can use stock photos that look very professional and they look you know, they're really well done. They have lots of different options in there if you don't have those actual photos yet. Yeah, that's a great point. They have so many. Every time I'm like, oh, they're not going to have this. I just type it in and they have so many. And again, if you don't want the background of that photo, for example, if we're doing something on knee pain, but the background of the photo is clearly not a fixed background, we'll just pull out the background. There's a tool in there and it's just background remover and we can just have it be a general image. So it's not whatever the branding was on that particular photo, we can use it with our branding, which is great. Um, I definitely recommend Canva to anybody just starting out. Even if you just have a side hustle and you're wanting to make images for your Instagram, it's just huge. It, it saves so much time. It's such a great tool and truly anybody can use it. You don't need any sort of design background to be able to use this tool. Yeah. And I feel like that helped us in the early phases, um, kind of determine what we wanted the website to look like and what we wanted the branding to even look like was kind of playing around with some of the images on there and uploading them, seeing how we like them, which helped us make some of the bigger decisions about fonts and things that you wouldn't really think that you have to make those decisions about. But um, that can be a helpful tool to start looking at what the different options are. Yeah. So when we first started Fix, you were not very into using Canva. This is <laughs> I new was to so you. confused. So that's going to be a lot of people though. So what advice would you give people that are just starting out that aren't don't have the design background and you're like, what is this tool? How would you suggest they start? Yeah, I would just spend some time playing around on it and then copy images that you like what they look like. So I would use ones that you had previously made in there. Look at the template, which if you don't have someone else that's making images in your shared Canva, you can use their templates. And it's everything's outlined and spaced out the right way. Because I feel like that was the hardest thing for me was looking at like the spacing of words versus images. And do I want there to be a background on the text or a background on the image? But some of the templates that they already have laid out look really nice. And I just would gravitate towards the ones that I liked. And then you just tweak one or two pieces of it, change the wording, and then you start to get a feel for what things, what looks better and kind of what your images are going to look like across the board. Definitely. 
And I feel like this is like the backbone of our company is social media is like the pulse of kind of what's going on. People look to our social media to see what's going on. So we want it to be a cohesive flow. We want you to go to the fix or the sweat fix Instagram and our brand needed to be similar. We don't want it to be all these choppy different photos, which when businesses are starting out, I kind of see that they're just kind of like throwing up random photos. And I feel like Canva, if you could start right off the beginning and just make your images look like your brand and kind of stay consistent with posting, it will really help people. So this is a key way to save time, but also to make it look professional right off the bat. Yeah. We even use it for like images. If you post a reel, you can make the cover image on there. And then when someone goes to your page, it just looks so much more professional when they're seeing that image over a reel. We could probably do a whole episode just on different ways to use Canva. Yeah, we definitely could. And maybe we will one day because there's just so many great ways. I feel like every day we think of like a new thing to do with Canva. Yeah. It's, that's like our, our number one go-to tool. Highly recommend trying it out. Never leave us. Canva. (laughs) Awesome. So our second one is kind of still in the realm of creativity and design, but it's on the video aspect. So we use two different video editing tools. They're just apps, um, but we use VLLO, but Video Leap is probably our go-to when trying to save time. And Ariel, you've been using that a lot lately Mm -hmm. and people are like, how is she making these videos? And I'm just like to myself, like smirking, like they think that you're this this awesome video designer. so creative. And I mean, you're great. You're taking the videos, but she has a secret behind all these videos that she's creating. I do. Yes. A lot of times we'll use Video Leap because they also have templates, which is awesome. So Mm -hmm. someone else has already uploaded audio with the video changing to the beat of the audio, which is the hardest thing, in my opinion, to do and do it well. So if you look at a template and you say, oh, I have some videos that will fit in this, it'll tell you exactly how many videos you need, what length the clips need to be. And you can see if what you have as your videos will fit in Video Leap and work well with that template. And then you do a trial, it pulls it all together. And then you can add text, you can add other things. Um, you can always change it. But yeah, even just using the templates for the audio is so helpful because you don't have to scroll on Instagram looking for an audio that you think you might want to use. Yeah. So lately I've been using Video Leap first. I'll just take the videos, I'll dump them in one of their templates. And then yeah, I'll download it and maybe I'll do a voiceover in VLLO or I think you can do it in Video Leap too. Mm-hmm, you can. Or add text. So you actually don't even need the other one. But I'll start with there and then I'll kind of customize it myself. But it just gives you like such a great starting place. It saves so much time that if you're sitting there trying to exactly match the transitions with the music, it would mm-hmm. take forever. Yeah. And it has good transitions. If you have like a bunch of videos and you want to do like a little fade into each next one, you can speed videos up or slow them down like to any speed. It has like, it's like 0. 0.1, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3. Like it goes, there's lots of different um, speed options, which is really nice. Um, and then also, yeah, video or a recording audio over it, or you can record, you can input your own music as well. Yeah, so we definitely recommend not making your videos directly in Instagram. Use one of these apps. It's going to save you a ton of time. Video Leap, I believe it is paid, but it's not expensive. Yeah, there's two versions, paid and unpaid. And especially with where Instagram's going, obviously everyone knows that Reels are like the new thing. So I do miss just the images. I love seeing like the pretty Instagram feeds, but so many videos now. Right. Um, Reels are taking over, so you have to change with the times and if you're sitting there and making videos by yourself on Instagram every day, it would take a while. So use these tools like Video Leap to just save you a lot of time and it makes it look more professional. 
Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a short form content that everyone's looking for. It's that like short, like 15 to 30 seconds worth of content that you can really grab their attention and showcase what your business is doing and using a tool like this where you can add audio and keep, you know, whoever's scrolling on your page interested in what's happening, um, you know, and just making the videos look really clean can help catch someone's eye that might not be interested otherwise. Yeah. And these tools, because it is sometimes daunting to be like, I have to post a reel today. So at least for fix, we have a schedule where we try to post X amount of videos a week. But sometimes if you're just taking videos of kind of like things that are happening and you can just mash them together and like, so it might not be a specific like video that you had planned, but if you're just getting content, save it on your phone and then you find a cool template that you can kind of put some of these just everyday actions. People like just seeing behind the scenes of what's going on in the business. It doesn't always have to be some crazy trending video or something that takes you hours to do. It could literally just be an like a day in the life of like a client walking in, what their experience is like. Right. So just everyday content, people love seeing that. And I think it's I think it's just a lot easier than kind of overthinking it and trying right. to be what the next trending thing would be. Yeah. And it doesn't have to, every single post doesn't have to be like so unique and something brand new. Like you want people to really understand what your business does. And what was that stat we heard? It was like, people will only see 6%, 6% yep. of what you post. Yeah. So if you're, you need to repeat yourself over and over again, like shout it from the rooftops. This is what we do. This is what we're about. I've posted so many videos of dry needling and, you know, just different areas and different ways that people can start to understand what it is and what it does. And I feel like I'm repeating myself all the time, but people will still see something and say, oh, I didn't even, had, had not seen that once before. So even though yep. we po- feel like we post it millions of times. So yeah, I think they said it's out of your followers, only 6% of your followers see your post. Yeah. So we still, we've been posting about dry needling about for lower back pain for over two years right. now. And we'll still have somebody who will write all a lot. will DM us and be like, I have back pain. Does, will this help? Right. And we're like, so we're not annoying people with how much we post because a lot of people still aren't seeing it. Right. So the reels are a better way to get out there. I think reels definitely have more engagement. So if you're able to save time with video editing, I think it's huge. We're just going to take a brief pause from this episode to tell you all about our free business starter checklist. This is the checklist that we wish we had before opening our first businesses. It includes every step you'll need to take your business off of the ground. If you're someone who's looking to launch your first business, head to businessmusclepodcast.com and snag your free checklist. Now let's get back to the episode. But I think that this brings us to our next tool, which would be the email and text marketing. Because on social media, they say that only 6% of your followers will see things. It is good to have another way to get to your clients or potential clients. And for us, that is through our email and texting. And so our number three tool that we use is we love BrandBot. So BrandBot is an email and marketing and text marketing strategy. We used it starting with SweatFix a few years in, and it kind of revamped the way that that business was running. So there's so many ways that you can use BrandBot. You could just have it use send your general newsletters. But for us, it really revamped our new client acquisition. And just for example, if somebody books a class at SweatFix, now they'll get a text. And same with Fix. They'll get a welcome text kind of saying the address and what to expect or if they have any questions. And before all that would have had to been manual. We would have had to manually notice that a client was coming in, go in there, send them an email or send them a text through our, our actual studio phone. And it would just take so much time, with, especially with the amount of clients that we see. So having a tool that will come in and automate a lot of these texts and emails 
was a game changer for us. Yeah. And I know we talked about this in an earlier episode, the importance of having an email list and how much business we do through email marketing. And this just automates everything. So we can select different categories or different groups um, you know, of people that we want to send certain email marketing to. If someone has done like a workshop that we hosted or someone has clicked on a free uh, material that we have on Instagram, they automatically get dumped into that email marketing campaign. And then their email threads can be like specifically marketed towards whatever they participated in, which is really awesome. And they can get, you can do text with that too. So we can send them a text saying, Hey, you know, we, if they participated in like a shoulder health workshop or something, they'll get certain texts that are still referring to the shoulder and different ways that we can continue to improve their shoulder health. Yeah, we love it because along with the text and the email, it also can create tasks for your team. So a text will go out, for example, with a follow-up, and then somebody on our team will get a task like seven days, just check in with that person. Let's see if they responded. If they didn't respond, maybe let's see like how their shoulder's feeling now. And it's just really automated the way that we handle our new clients and we're able to serve them better. We're able to follow up with them better. Um, it also can follow up on things like if they haven't been in in a while. So at least for sweat fix, I used to back in the day run a report every month who hadn't been in 60 days, who hadn't been in 90 days. And I would send out manual emails to them. Now BrandBot takes care of that for me. And BrandBot's not the only company that does this, but this is the one that we've used and we're really, we really like and we're loyal to and we've, we have no plans of changing. But all those auto campaigns now can go out without us doing it. Things like they've taken 100 classes. Congrats on 100 classes. That was something that I was manually doing. I was running a report every month and then trying to track who was getting close to 100 and I'd have to remember. And that works when you have one studio. It kind of works when you have two. It doesn't work when you have four, five, six, seven. It's just impossible to keep that. Things will fall through the cracks. And so having this type of pro- this type of product or... Uh, system for your business, make sure that those things aren't falling through the cracks. Right. You really just want to automate as many things as possible because you want your brain space to be focusing on what's coming next and being innovative and being creative. You don't want to be focused on some of these things that another tool could be doing for you. And it really helps us with new client acquisition, but then also with uh, with client retention, which is so important for the health of the business is how can we continue to retain these clients, continue to check in on them. And if, you know, six, if they haven't been in, in 60 days and down the road, they need something else for us, from us, we want to make sure that we're still on their minds and that they haven't forgotten about us. And just those little text and email reminders can be really important in getting clients who haven't been in the door in a while back in. BrainBot also has a couple other tools that we really like. Um, one of them is landing pages. So before when we would send deals, we would say we would send an email out, say, here's a deal. It's 5% off a 10-pack, for example, or 15% off a 10-pack. And there was two ways that we had to do it before, both manual. We'd either have to email our website designer, and she would have to update everything on the back end so that they could go to the website, or we'd say, email us to get the deal. And Either way, it's manual and it just wasn't how we want it. It wasn't as efficient. So now with BrandBot, you're able to do landing pages. So you, it connects directly with our payment processing, which is MindBody. And we're able to go in, put our put the 10-pack in there, discount it, and then create a landing page. So when people click on the link, they can directly one-click book it with a discount without us having to get involved. And it has saved so much time. And our the amount of people that buy promos when we launch them has increased by like three, three, four times. It's insane because it just makes it easier for them. And you want to make it as 
you want to take down as many walls as possible for them to purchase. And so this brand bot landing page is one of the key things that we definitely use a lot whenever we're doing promos. Right. Yeah. If I'm looking at something and I get emailed a deal from, you know, some company and I have to click and then I have to do another, you know, task and then another task, like I fall off. I'm yep. not going to follow through. So having that one button that a client's going to click on, you can even put that over in like, if you have a link tree on Instagram, you can put it right in there. It'll take clients directly to that page and it's a one, one click action. So you just want to take out as many steps as possible between them and making their purchase. I feel like we're always thinking of ways that we can use BrandBot like more. It's like, all right, what else can we automate? What else right. can we do? So even things as simple as like, okay, somebody clicks on the landing page, they purchase it. Then maybe they get an automated email with the video that we promised they would get with this deal. And they'll get directions on how to do sign up for their first class, like stuff like that. It's just automating. So wherever there's a task that you're replicating over and over and over again, you want to think about how can I make a process for this? And BrandBot is a key tool for us in doing that. Right. And they also have the forms. We use the forms a lot too. If someone is filling out like they're interested in a free 20-minute consultation or and then your um, staff member can get a notification that someone filled out that form, they can look at what they filled out and then follow up with that client. Or forms, we've used it for hiring too. You know, just fill out this form and say why you're interested in working with us. Tell us a little bit about your background and then it will send us a an um, email reminder and a task there to follow up with that person. Yeah, there have been so many hours now that have been saved from BrandBot. This is another one that like going back, I don't, I can't imagine like how we were doing things before manually without BrandBot. Yeah, I'm so glad that we have this tool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. God you figured that out before we opened Fix. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was huge. It was a little bit of a learning curve at the beginning where then once you get it, you're like, what else can I do with this? Right. How else can I just take things off my plate that I've just been doing manually over and over and over again and probably getting some of them wrong because it's just so much going on. Right. Yeah. Those little things that you don't want to have to use your brain space on. Yep. All right. So number four would be a project management tool. And for us, we use Monday. Monday is something we've recently added to the fixed team. And I think it's just helped a ton because we had so many projects going on. We were launching Pelvic Floor. We were bringing on new team members. We were trying to make a push for to increase our blogs and increase the value we're adding to our clients through blogs and Pinterest and videos. And there was just a lot of different moving pieces. And so we wanted a tool where we could keep everything in one place and see what our team was working on and see the flow and Monday kind of just fit right in with our business. Yeah, I think it's the most helpful when you have tasks that require input from a couple of different team members. So for our blog posts, it's the clinician who's writing the blog post and generating the videos. It's, you know, whoever at the desk is working on the email generation. It's following up with the clinician, making sure that the blog post looks great. Then it's making the images for the blog. So it's like multiple different team members adding value. And how do we stay organized with all those pieces without me having to say, all right, now you're going to do this. Okay. Now we need this piece from this person. So Monday really just allows us to see what the timeline is. Everyone can give like status updates on what they're working on. If they're stuck on something, you can set that to get a notification if someone is stuck that you need to check in with them about what piece they're working on. And then you can set deadlines on there too. So if, you know, whoever's sending the email out needs a piece from whoever's writing the blog post, they need it to be in by this day so they can generate the email for that blog post going out. 
And I feel like we're kind of super users with Canva and like Brandbot. But Monday, I feel like we still are just scratching the surface. Right. So if any of you guys are out there are Monday super users or you've been using it for a while, like send us your tips. Send us ways you use it because we're still just using it for tasks. But I know that there's so many other things that this platform can do. Right. And we're just getting into it now. So I'm like so intrigued to see other ways that you guys are kind of utilizing this. Because I know a lot of people that have been using Monday. Yeah. It's been around for a while. It's just solid solid program. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be great for just collaboration. I think that's the biggest thing that we're using it for. But yeah, I would love to hear other ways that you can use it. And when we have some time, we'll dive in more and see what other things we can come up with on there. And then our last tool that we use for efficiency is using AI. So the hot topic of AI, ChatGPT. So this, again, is something that we've just recently started. So again, we're just scratching the surface. And this is going to be a whole other episode because there is so many things that you could do using ChatGPT. Um, but some of the main ways that we've been using it now are just helping us drafting like Instagram captions or even emails. You can type in like, this is what my newsletter is going to be about this week. Make it prettier, make it sound clever, and literally it will take your words. If you're somebody like me who's who sucks at writing and I'd rather just do images all day, it will take whatever draft you have and it will make it professional, it'll make it clever, it'll give you a good title. It just takes a lot of the thinking out of it. If you're like, I do not know what this title should be for this email, we'll tell them what it's about and it will come up with 20 different clever ways. Right. Yeah, I think it's good for just generating ideas. You don't necessarily have to use every single word that it produces and you want it to still sound like your own. But even if you say, all right, give me 10 different ideas for a blog post or give me, you know, 10 different ways that, you know, we can include this content going out. It can generate like tons of different information for you. And really, it's just pulling information that it takes from the internet. So it just saves you some time on doing your own Google research and it kind of just consolidates it into one place. Yeah. And this is a free tool. You just go on, you make an account. At first it is like intimidating. You're like, what am I doing? But you just go in and honestly, the more you use it, the better you'll get. And the more specific you are with what you want, the better what it spits out will be. Right. Yeah. Because I've typed in things in there before where I didn't really know what I was looking for and it didn't give me the answer that I wanted. But then it, it made me like think about what I actually really wanted and, and then it gave me a much better response. And then if you don't get the response you want, you just do Try again. Yeah, you say ChatGPT. <laughs> or try again, please. Yeah. Yep, one <laughs> more time. Don't be polite to ChatGPT. Yeah, there's there's so many ways. And we're going to get into this, like I said, in another episode. But if you haven't started using ChatGPT for your business or your side hustle, I definitely recommend trying it out. Just start and getting in there, playing around with it, because this will save you so much time. Yeah, you don't even really realize, I think... For me, like when I'm putting together an Instagram post, writing the caption is like one of the biggest hurdles. And this has been a huge time saver of just like, write me up a draft and I can tweak it and make it my own. But that's like one piece of, okay, making the video and then making the cover image and putting the words in, all of that takes time. And now we have other tools that we can use for that with Video Leap. But the caption is something that shouldn't be this like big hurdle that's standing in your way of putting the post out. So using ChatGPT to just generate that content for you and then, you know, making adjustments to make it your own is a huge time saver. Yeah. So blog posts, podcast outlines, mm -hmm. captions for Instagram, they're we could sit here and rattle off. There's so many ways that you could use it. If you were thinking about pitching an idea to a company, you could literally just type into JetGPT what you're thinking, but give me a good professional email to send to this company and it will spit it out for you. And then you could make tweaks. 
it just does a lot of the draft work for you and then you can put the finalizing touches on it. Right. Yeah, you could even put in a draft that you have and just say, make this sound better and it will do that for you too and just tweak things and you know, give you different word ideas, different phrases and different things that you could use that sound a little bit better and a little bit more professional. Yeah, I've put in my Airbnb description for mm-hmm. my listing and one that I've used for the last year. And I said, just make this, yeah, make this sound better, make this more optimized for like SEO. And it just spit out a couple different variations, which sound a lot better than all the ones that I came up with. So, and it's, <laughs> it, it, and it does it in five <laughs> seconds. It just, it's amazing. And you can literally just hit regenerate, regenerate, and just it'll keep giving you new ideas, right. new ideas. Oh, another one we use it for is event descriptions. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, event description for this workshop or for this class. Um, that's a huge time saver too. Cause that's always like, all right, where do I, where do I even start with this? And chat GPT can just whoop, whip something up for you. Yep. As you're going through and starting your business, or if you currently are in your business, you're going to know that saving time is, it's all about saving time. It's all about being more efficient. So we hope that these five will help you. It definitely saves us so much time. And I can't imagine our life now without any of these. No, Uh, me neither. I know. I don't know what we did before these. We love to hear what tools you guys are using. So again, like we said, if there's ways you're using Monday or maybe even Brambot on Canva or ChatGBD, definitely ways you're using these that we haven't thought of, definitely send us a DM, reach out to us. We love to hear ways. And we're always about just hacking things to make things more efficient. Yeah. I love it. Love these five tools and we'd love to hear what you guys um, are using yourselves. If there's ones that we didn't list that you're also using, share them with us because we love we love hacks. Efficiency hacks. We love a good hack, especially as we're going into busier seasons with launches. So let us know. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Yeah, you guys know where to find us. Businessmusclepodcast.com, at businessmusclepodcast on Instagram. And then myself, I'm dralldpt on Instagram. And Elise is elise.kyra. Or no, just Elise Kyra. Just Elise Kyra. Don't add dots in No dots. I got all the dots. (laughs) You keep all your dots. Just Elise Kyra. Awesome, guys. We will talk to you you soon. Next time. You just finished another episode of the Business Muscle Podcast. If you found value in this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Your reviews mean the world to us and help us reach other listeners who can make a big impact in the business world. Don't forget to join our Business Muscle Podcast Facebook group where you can ask questions and chat with other like-minded entrepreneurs. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll bring you more expert advice and practical strategies to help you thrive. Thank you for being a part of the Business Muscle community, and we'll catch you in the next episode.